Well, welcome back to a, a day tripping as we uh, uh, salute all the Illinois listeners here on uh, what uh, um, Bob DeWitt, uh, day tripping with Bob DeWitt, uh, uh, has uh, referred to us as uh, Radio Free Iowa. Uh, welcome to the program, Bob. Hey, thanks. It's nice to be here. On a, uh, look, I'm looking out the window. It looks like a fall day. Last week we had winter, and the week before we had summer. So uh, <laughs> uh, this looks like a fall day today. <laughs> <laughs> well, crazy anyway, weather. Uh, crazy weather. Uh, Bob, uh, you have an Illinois Central uh, episode based in Illinois. Uh, for our, our many, many, many listeners in Illinois that we really appreciate that listen to our show, and as uh, but everyone around the uh, Midwest is listening to Day Tripping with Bob DeWitt because you go all around the Midwest and you come to all these neat events and then you share it with our, our listeners here on Round Guy Radio. And uh, you was at a very special, uh, I believe it was a Walton's event, wasn't it? Yeah, Breakfast with the Waltons is what it was called. And uh, and actually, it was two days. We, we signed up for the breakfast uh, on Sunday, but it was at the... Uh, uh, Logan County Fairgrounds in Lincoln, Illinois, and uh, it was an antique flea market type thing. And they, they, when they do this, they have special guests. And uh, this year they had uh, some of the cast from the Walton's TV show, so got to spend some time with them and uh, did a question and answer with them. And uh, just really nice folks and uh, real appreciative of, of the fans. and. Uh, that's one of those shows that with a cast that large, you can just tell it was, it was well cast and, uh, and well acted. And they, you know, they, they seem like real brothers and sisters, uh, outside of the show. So it was, it was interesting seeing them, meeting them and talking to them. Yeah. So, uh, um, what time does the event start? When was it? What day was it? It was actually last, uh, or not, not two days ago, but the weekend before. So uh, we need to talk about these things the week before they're uh, going on. So, and then we can, we're, uh, I know John Baines is going to actually talk about one that's coming up uh, on uh, on his segment. So I won't go into that other than I'll tell you a little bit about it, but I won't go into detail because he's going to be uh, interviewing the promoter of the one that's coming up in uh, Bloomfield, Iowa here in a couple of weeks. So, but the Walton one, uh, the cast members that were there was uh, Judy Norton, who played Mary Ellen, uh, Mary Beth McDonough, this gets confusing, who was Aaron, uh, Cammie Cotler, C-O-T-L-E-R, she played the youngest girl, Elizabeth, and uh, and Eric Scott was there, who played Ben, and then the girl that played uh, Ben's wife on the show, uh, Leslie Winston, uh, played Cindy on the show and then a couple people that you probably didn't even know were on the show or didn't remember but Charlotte Stewart who's in her 80s she was Mrs. Beetle on uh, the teacher on Little House on the Prairie and she was in the first episode of the Waltons and uh, she played a mother of a, of a, uh, uh, a deaf girl I believe that uh, the Waltons kind of took in and and taught sign language and uh so it was interesting and, and then uh john boy's first girlfriend uh her name was reen uh r-e-e-n beulah uh she was there and she was in two or three episodes and then martha nix wade uh serena burton was her character and she was rose's granddaughter so she was she was pretty uh 
pretty young on the show, but but uh, both of those people, uh, uh, Martha Wade and Reen Beulah, were on uh, Little How or on the Waltons at different times. They weren't on together, and they were also on Days of Our Lives at uh, at different times. Uh, the uh, the youngest one, the one that played the granddaughter, she uh, she ended up being an advocate. There's some sexual abuse going on, and uh, she actually started a nonprofit uh, uh, to be an advocate for for people going through that. And, and she had a she wrote a book about it, and uh, pretty interesting. And and then Martha Wade, uh, who played John Boy's first girlfriend, she. Uh, just to supplement her acting, she went to nursing school, found out she loved it, and uh, she was an emergency room nurse in California for 30 years, and uh, recently re retired, and she wasn't involved in any of these reunions, and she joined a blog uh, about the Waltons, and somebody noticed her name uh, and said, hey, she's on here, but she doesn't participate. And then she realized that people were interested. So she started doing the events with them. And I believe this was the first event that uh, that she did, but really nice lady to talk to. So did you get a chance to interact with any of them? Yeah, I got to talk to them quite a bit. I, I found on, uh, I went searching for something that looked like one of the vehicles on the Waltons. And I, I was really interested in finding something like uh, the truck they drove around. And I found one on eBay. Uh, they actually had Walton trucks that they sold, uh, a marketing thing, but they were blue and, the, the, and they weren't real accurate. I found this green truck, which is the same color as on the show. I found it on eBay and it was a target item in their lawn and garden section that just a stationary truck, but it was nice size. So, and it had sideboards, which I was going to take off because the truck on the show didn't have them. But instead of taking off the sideboards, I had a couple plaques made that said the Waltons and they loved seeing that. And as a matter of fact, uh, uh, Aaron, Mary Beth McDonough, she just posted on her Facebook page uh, some pictures from the show, but she wanted a picture of me holding it and then a picture of her holding it. And uh, so that, that she just posted that on her Facebook page a couple couple of days ago. So so that was cool. And they, there was a question and answer sec, uh, session uh, at the breakfast. And, uh, you know, a lot of questions about uh, Michael Learned, who played the mother, uh, Ralph Waite, the father, uh, of course, Ellen Corby, who was the ultimate professional. There was a lot of questions about working with uh, Ellen Corby, and, and of course, she was in, I mean, a lot of shows. And uh, then, of course, the grandpa, Will Gear, and uh, there was a lot of questions about working with those people, and uh, it was just fun interacting with them. And uh, uh, they're, they're actually, some of them are authors, uh, Mary McDonough, who played Aaron, uh, she wrote a book, Lessons from the Mountains, and uh, just about the show and growing up on the show. And then she wrote a book called Christmas in Honeysuckle, on Honeysuckle Lane, which was turned into a Hallmark movie. So little, little talent there beyond, uh, beyond the acting. And uh, Rain Beulah did, uh, her book was The Most Perfect Girl, and that was about the uh, sexual abuse and how she handled it. And then uh, Martha Nix Wade did My Secret Life. No, actually, I got those reversed. The Most Perfect Girl of My Secret Life. And, and uh, 
that took place in uh, the most perfect girl took place in uh, uh, it was it was just a, a novel about a, a couple in in World War Two era that time frame. Of course, the Waltons was uh, Depression era and uh, World War Two era, so they had a lot of a lot of things covering that. And I didn't realize the uh, the movie in 1971, <clears throat> which was a pilot movie. Uh, called the homecoming and I, I actually found it on YouTube a couple nights ago and watched it for the first time and it it had the original uh, children in it it was a different mom and dad and uh, a different grandpa but uh, Ellen Corby did play the grandma on that and Charlotte Stewart I, I really wanted to get her book because you know it, it sounds like it's a, 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 a you know the seventies, the sex and, and rock and roll, and uh, and this really sounds like a, a a good book about her growing up in uh, in Hollywood. And the name of the book is Little House in the Hollywood Hills, and it sold out. But for I I should have bought it Saturday when I was there because we went back Sunday. I was just playing my car both days, and it snowed, of course, which is nuts. But but anyway, I, I decided to wait and get the book. Uh, on Sunday when my wife was with me and it had sold out. So hopefully I'll get that uh, on Mother's Day because I'm doing a doing a little cruise with the Little House people down in Hannibal, Missouri. But uh, pretty pretty neat events. And if you follow any of their uh, any of their Facebook pages, the actual characters that uh, they post it. Uh, the the young girl who played Elizabeth, Cammie Kotler, K-O-T-L-E-R, she, she's usually the first to post when they're going to be doing an event. So kind of good to follow her, Eric Scott, uh, uh, Mary Beth McDonough, Judy Norton, any of those Facebook pages. Uh, they, they post when they're going to be doing an event. And one of the sponsors of this that I've got to get out there is uh, John and Olivia's Bed and Breakfast. It's in uh, Schuler, I think I'm pronouncing that right, Virginia, which is where uh, Earl Hamner, who who was the real John Boy, he's the one that wrote the uh, stories and and uh, wrote the books and and uh, anyway, that's where he grew up in the Blue Ridge Mountains, and uh, they've got the uh, John and Olivia's Bed and Breakfast was built a few years ago, right next to the actual. Uh, Walton House that, that uh, Hamner and his siblings grew up in, and they, that was actually that house was sold uh, in January of this year, and it's a private residence now, so it's not available anymore. But the the bed and breakfast was was it's five I think it's five uh, bedrooms all with private baths, and uh, uh, it's it's that period. It's it's decorated in that period. Uh, Depression era up to uh, World War II, so I've got friends that have stayed there, but I haven't yet, and uh, that's kind of on my bucket list. If anybody wants to look at their website, it's the Walton Hamner, and Hamner is H-A-M-N-E-R house.com, the Walton Hamner house.com. Uh, Hamner died in 2016, but uh, he's he was actually the narrator uh, on that show. He's the one that you're you're hearing, you know, at the beginning of the show and then at the end of the show. That's actually Earl Hamner who who wrote uh, who wrote that show, who developed the Walton's TV show, and he also developed Fountain Fountain Crest, which I didn't know. Uh, but it uh, it was just an interesting weekend with some really really nice people. So 
you get a chance to follow any of these people and, and that event. And, you know, they charge for autographs like, like all of them do. That's pretty much how they uh, supplement their retirement because most of them are retirement age. Uh, uh, with the exception of uh, Aaron, or no, Cammie Cottle, or Elizabeth, the youngest one, she uh, she actually went back to school and she became a principal. And the week before this event, she was actually uh, working as a substitute principal at one of the schools in California for three days. So she left California and then flew into the snowstorm that we had. It wasn't bad, but it, it was cold. You could tell they, they were California kids. They weren't used to the cold. They were pretty bundled up uh, uh, during these events. And, of course, they're in big field houses. You know, they're, uh, it's a county fairground, so you know how those buildings are. They're not exactly heated. And uh, But just interesting events, and they do a lot of these flea market ones. And I, I won't go into a lot of detail, but John Bain is going to interview Jack. I think he's going to interview Jack Bishop. Uh, it could be somebody else, but I can't imagine it would be. Jack Bishop uh, lives in Quincy, Illinois, and he's a promoter, and he does a lot of these shows. And uh, the one in Bloomfield, Iowa, I, I think, and, and John will talk about it on, on uh, his show today, but I think it's May 12th and 13th, and it's going to be the, the Little House people. You're, you're going to uh, see Dean Butler, who played Almanzo, uh, the wife of, uh, of uh, Laura Wilder. Uh, Charlotte Stewart's going to be there, Mrs. Be or Miss Beatles, the the principal, the girl everyone loved to hate on uh, Little House. Allison uh, uh, Angram is going to be there, uh, Nelly, and uh, and then Wendy Lou Lee, who who was actually uh, Baby Grace on the show. Her and her twin sister played Baby Grace, and and uh, Wendy Wendy does a lot of these uh, shows. She's got a book called Prairie Devotionals. Uh, and uh, it looks really good. So I'm, I'm going to have to pick that up when I see them because I'm doing this uh, show with them on Mother's Day on, on a cruise in Hannibal on the river. But this one uh, in Bloomfield, it's, it's at the Davis County Fairgrounds. Uh, if you want to look it up, it's MidwestAntiqueFest.com. And like I said, I don't want to steal John's thunder. He's going to be talking to the promoter. So, and uh, they've got another one set up in September, and it sounds like they're uh, they're doing a murder mystery with the cast of the of uh, Little House in Pawhuska, uh, Oklahoma. Which I love that town. That's uh, the home of Ben Johnson, who I think we talked about before, the uh, actor. Uh, Academy Award-winning actor and uh, National Rodeo uh, Champion actor. So uh, only person that's won both of those awards. His museum is in Pawhuska. So I don't know if I could talk the wife into to going to that event or not. But it sounds like the tickets went on sale a couple of days ago for the murder mystery. And uh, uh, he put on his Facebook page they've never had uh, tickets go that fast. So sounds like those are going pretty quick. But that that's clear out in September in Oklahoma. So so uh, Bloomfield, Iowa, you can't get much better than or much closer to southeast Iowa than than Bloomfield. So uh, that should be a good show. And, uh, you know, if you're into antiquing and flea markets, uh, you know, it's just a bonus that you can actually see the, the cast of Little House. Yeah, that's, good. So, that's, that's a tremendous opportunity for the, the folks of southeast Iowa, for certain. 
It really is. And, and like I said, these are just such nice people and, uh, uh, they appreciate their fans. I, I think they're a little, uh, uh, from from the question and answer period, I don't think they thought people would still be interested uh, this long after the show. It, it, uh, both shows, I mean, both shows were just cast so well and, and acted so well, and uh, uh, just just neat to you know get a little little touch of old. I, and I still, even though uh, some of those shows went into early '80s, I, I still consider that old Hollywood. Uh, which is realistically 50s and 60s and you know old Hollywood means different things to different people but uh, these these aren't the activist fans that uh, that you're seeing today uh, these are people that uh, did a really quality wholesome uh, show and they appreciated what they did and uh, they appreciate that people are still watching and following those things so anyway that's uh that's what I've got for today, and uh, I hope people will listen to John's interview today and get some more information on this Bloomfield, Iowa, one that's coming up on Mother's Day weekend. All right. Well, uh, we've been talking with Bob DeWitt at Galesburg, Illinois. This has been the Illinois-centered uh, uh, day tripping with Bob DeWitt episode, uh, uh, Walton's episode. John or Bob, I really enjoyed that. I'm glad it, uh, like I said, it was just, uh, just interesting to see these people that, I, that I've been watching all these years and then, uh, actually talk to them. And, and I'm looking forward to the Mother's Day cruise in Hannibal and hopefully, uh, they'll have a good turnout, uh, the Friday and Saturday prior to that uh, in Bloomfield. Well, uh, is there anything on the horizon that we haven't talked about that you might be attending that might become an episode of day tripping with Bob DeWitt? Uh, you know, we've, we visited the uh, Abraham Lincoln tomb, uh, and that's open all year round in Springfield, Illinois, uh, a few weeks ago. And you can actually go inside the tomb. So that, that would, Springfield itself, uh, with the Lincoln connections, would uh, would be a good episode, I think, that people might find interesting. Yeah, I've always wanted to take my wife and my grandson out to Springfield, Illinois, just Spend the weekend out there and see everything. This is a cool town. Really, it, one of the really coolest is. towns. It, it really is. And that, that presidential museum, which is not an official presidential museum that the government runs, because uh, that Roosevelt started, uh, uh, actually got through Congress the money to, to do these presidential museums. And it started with... Uh, uh, Hoover, who's in Iowa, of course. So that was the first actual presidential museum. But uh, I, I don't know. I, I think with the uh, Lincoln one being a private one, uh, they had more leeway with what they could do. And uh, it's it's an incredible place to see. But uh, and and the library itself, you know, a research center uh, for Clinton or for, uh, for Lincoln is, uh, is really neat. And you'll find things about, you know, if you take the time to go through there, you'll find things that you might not have known at one of them that I didn't know was, uh, uh two years before the, uh, or two months, uh, before he was assassinated, Abraham Lincoln visited Monroe, Maryland. And two months before Kennedy was assassinated, he visited Maryland Monroe. So there you go. <laughs> there, there's a little known fact that uh, I bet a lot of people didn't know about. That's the cherry on top of the Sunday <laughs> right there. Where's my drum roll? 
Well, uh, Bob, anything else before we uh, wrap this episode up? Nope, I think we're good. All right. Well, we've been listening once again to Day Tripping with Bob DeWitt. Thanks for being with us.